Hey guys, this episode gets a little heavy with talks of rape, accused rape, molestation, and some other things. So if you're really not into that kind of talk, uh, or if that's triggering to you, go ahead and skip this episode. We won't mind. Hey everybody, it is Podcast Royale. My name is Wookie. This is Trevor. I'm Nix. Uh, and I'm not entirely sure what we're going to do. We had a little bit of a hiatus, but we're back and we're going to talk, I guess, uh, we can start off with, uh, I was wanting to talk a little bit about Tina, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. What is that? That's uh, the Borderlands D&D clone. Um, I, I have yet to pick it up and I really want to. I just don't have a spare 60 bucks laying around. But um, it looks pretty damn good. Uh, if you like anything about Borderlands and you really like anything about D&D, it's a pretty good crossover. Oh, that's kind of cool. So, you know, in like Borderlands, okay, both of you have played Borderlands, right? No. Uh, I've played a little bit of it. I have not played anything of it. See, I'm shocked by that. I, 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 Aaron, I, I kind of get why you wouldn't have played it because you're, you're fairly new to the FPS game. But... Trevor, I feel like this would be right up your alley because it's it's a um, oh man, what do they call it? It's a uh, like sure. a it's a grind. It's a grinding game. Like that's all you do is you, you just grind the shit out of you know loot. It's funny you say that because <laughs> I know like I give off that vibe that I like grinding games, um, but I like them in a different way. Uh, Borderlands, I never really could get into. So, like, Conan Exiles, the grind is fun for me because I know I'm going to build a house with it. I, I was about to say, like, you grind, you grinded the shit out of, out of Conan. Like, you were, like, the yeah. only one who was doing anything on Conan. Yeah, but that's a very different aspect. I'm grinding out, like, materials because I'm going to build a house. And I'm like, oh, boy, you're going to build my house. But in Borderlands, it's like you're grinding out, you know, like, trying to get really rare loot. And I don't like that so much. I don't like RNG grinding. There is something to that. Yeah, you're 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 not wrong. For for me, uh Borderlands has always been play the story, enjoy the comedy, um blow shit up, rinse repeat. And for me, um yeah, it's expensive, but it's like maybe 2 weeks worth of really like good enjoyment and then it starts to get a little slow for me. Yeah, I played some modded Borderlands um where like uh, you had infinite like chest keys or whatever, and it would constantly pop out nothing but guaranteed like highest rarity weapons and stuff like that. Uh, and I played that with a friend, and it was that was fun. But like, we were just mindlessly going around shooting things. Yeah, that's um, kind of what I see Borderlands with like actual friends. Yeah, and I couldn't really get into it beyond that for the most part. Uh, but I I know a lot of people love it. I know it's got a huge fan base. I know it's like I know they're good games. Uh, but yeah, it's just not not for me. And I think like Destiny is another example that's closer to a game that would be like towards Borderlands ish that I like. That's known as like a grindy looter yeah. shooter game. Um, but also again going with Destiny, I think it's the movement style with Destiny I like more because Borderlands has a lot more of that like uh arcadey loose style. Yeah. Um, and Destiny it's a little more precision i feel like i don't know like and those are very two very different things that's like you know like halo and rainbow six siege uh yeah i can agree with that. and 
guns in Halo, a lot of them are a lot more arcadey and like loose feeling. Like uh, the aim is a lot more widespread, but it's really good for people that are looking for arcadey playstyle. Uh, but if you like knowing that your shots are going to land on the dot of where you're shooting them, and that matters to you, then you won't like Halo at all. You'll like a game like Siege. Uh, and Borderlands is kind of like that as well. The it's a lot more arcadey. It's meant to be more loose and fun. It's also not really a PvP game, right? You know, so. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It, and I don't think it's ever fine that it's PvP. that way. Yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, but it, it makes it, and it's so it's fine that it's that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and that's also part of like I don't like that as much. I don't have as much fun with that, and that's part of why. Yeah, I can agree with that. Now, I I think with with Wonderlands, one of the, the my favorite things is, you know, you get uh, you get like the skeleton reskins of like the psychos. I mean, you can clearly tell that they're basically the exact same animation style. They're just reskinned for D anD. Um, you also get really cool magic. Um, you can get like like a necromancer type guy. You can guy uh, who's you know just pure fire. You get like a barbarian. Like you can get all kinds of cool shit. Uh, that to me, like that's a good crossover between the two genres because you're still using guns, but you can also use like like D and D type shit. It's really cool. Uh, fair, fair. And the in the entire time, oh, and they got some really good uh, voice actors. They got like Wanda Sykes. Um, shoot, I can't remember all of the actors' names, but. I was I was listening to a like a gameplay and I was like, wait, is that? Oh yeah, and 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 uh, was just really impressed by the the gets, and the entire game is basically, Tiny Tina and a bunch of characters that that exist in the Borderlands universe playing D and D, and the game shifts in in and out of like the D and D, um, universe and the the Borderlands universe. So it definitely plays with that like fourth wall kind of thing. And it's really funny. Although, to be honest, Borderlands has always been pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, it's always been, like, you know, comedy's, like, a big part. And I will say, uh, one thing I can never take away from Borderlands is uh, their soundtracks, especially for, like, their trailers, oh, are yeah. a freaking plus. I mean, game one opening up with Cage the Elephant is yeah. just, like, incredible. Yes. And, um, God, uh, the, uh, the next one, I can't remember the freaking band, but it was, like, um... No place for a hero. Yes. Um. Uh. Short change hero. I think was short actually. Hero. That's what it was. Yeah. Um. Incredible. <laughs> like their their music is bar none, and I can never take that away from that. Definitely, if you've never played it, watching a trailer will make you say like, "All right, yeah, I can give this a shot just based on that alone." <laughs> yeah, I'll also have to show you the. Uh, did you ever play the Borderlands Telltale game? Uh, no, I haven't played any of the Telltale games. I, I've watched playthroughs of them, which is pretty much, you know, that's enough for that's, me. Yeah, that's quite literally um, playing the game. Yeah, there's, once you've watched a playthrough, especially if you've watched a playthrough, like, twice to see some, what some of the other options may do. Um, I mean, that's pretty much, like, there's nothing else to do. Um, there's no reason to ever play, <laughs> play oh, them yeah. past that point, which is what I did. Um, and I, I got what I wanted from doing that, and I, I enjoyed some of them, especially the first like two three seasons of the walking dead ones dude um, i couldn't get past the first one uh i think the michonne was the only other one that i actually had an interest in but man the walking dead ones were rough not really yeah yeah they were 
I thought they were good, but they were definitely like emotionally jarring. I'll give them no, that. yeah, that's kind of what I mean. Is like, <laughs> uh, uh, there was a scene, and I can't remember exactly what the details were. But uh, Aaron, do you know anything about the Walking Dead Telltale games? Um, so sort of. We watched our friend Brandon um, was streaming them, but I skipped the first one, I think, and started watching when he started playing the second one. Was yeah. like the main character is like a girl, like a child. I yeah, um, Clementine. So yeah. in the first game, you're this other guy, and I can't remember his name. Apologies to that guy. Um, and he was, you know, he was basically the dad of of Clementine. Oh. He he essentially found her, rescued her, and kind of like took over care for her. There's a scene in that where you're with these seemingly nice but kind of creepy looking, um, like backwoods hillbilly people. Um, and it really should never have been any any surprise <clears throat> that these backwoods hilly, hillbilly people were cannibals. Uh, okay. And and there's a scene, and I forget exactly who dies. Or I guess technically, if you do it wrong, like I did, someone dies. Uh, and they just eat this guy, and it was it was hey. it was heartbreaking. And and you get to like you get to really like this this guy, um, and. Well, I won't spoil that, but Clementine's the main character for the last two or three games that they made. And then they had the Michonne one off. So like they do exactly what they do with the Walking Dead series. Minus, I guess Rick doesn't really die anytime soon, but they just keep on killing all of the best characters. Yeah, that was my problem with The Walking Dead. Yes. <laughs> like the show. Like I was watching it um, back like a long time ago, but they killed Glenn and I never watched another episode. Yeah, you like, went farther than I did because I stopped at season one. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, I mean, I pushed through it. I was like, ah, I was keep going. I also had like nothing to do back then. So it's kind of like, why not? But like. And I remember like people would tell me like, oh, hey, I've been watching it and so and so died. And I'm like, yeah, that would have made me upset. So I'm glad I just stopped. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, it's worse than Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty fair. Anyways, I'm going to have to have you listen to one of the Borderlands uh, Telltale songs. It's the like the opening song. Uh, so good. It's so good. Very reminiscent of Shortchange Heroes. Right on. Yeah, that's not surprising to me, like at all. <laughs> it's, I don't know. I, I've yet to see them do a song that, like, yeah, I'm not at least like that's good, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't remember what the intro song to Borderlands Three was, but uh, I felt that it was very out of place. I'll, I'll have to. We'll we'll have to do a side by side of all four of the songs because Borderlands Three intro song is pretty like distinctly different than the other three. Got you. And I don't know anything about the pre pre sequel, so I couldn't tell you on that one. But but looking here on the 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 Wonderland's uh, classes, they've got a Berserker. It's a frost-based um, barbarian. Hmm. Um, it looks like they basically have the ability to just like, you know, hit people and freeze them, which is nice. Um, yeah. They don't have any in the the funny ones. I guess this is probably the funniest one. The Stabomancer. <laughs> I mean, it's basically a uh, an assassin, uh, crit uh, focused assassin. Which I, I think that's hilarious, but at the same time, like, dude, 
the 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 classes themselves are probably what what I love the most. Did you which which Borderlands did you play, Trevor? Um, uh, one and two. I are both. I think I played both of them. You know, in sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say I think I have. Have you Borderlands two? No, not played it, but I have it in my Epic library. Oh yeah, you do. I should play it. Oh shit! Yeah, I I believe I've got I've got Borderlands two. I think I've got Borderlands one, two, and three. I yeah. think I do too. I think we got the Handsome Jack collection or something. I don't know. It's something like that. So that know. means that you should have the pre sequel, right? Isn't that a part yeah, of that? Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure, yeah. Okay. That sounds like a. It sounds like what we need to play then. Honestly. So, okay. I only have Borderlands 2 and 3, but that's okay. I don't really want to go back on one. Uh, one, I didn't really find that great. Mm. That's good to know. Yeah. Uh, so if you played the second one, did you play with the, um, Necromancer? Um, God, what were the, what were all the original characters? Oh man. Well, on, on number two, um, there was zero. He was an assassin. Um, there was, let me pull it up real quick. Uh, Borderlands two characters. This is a great thing about editing. Uh, there was Axton the Commando, uh, basically just able to put down turrets, kind of like Bjorn on on um, Overwatch. Yeah, you can go and stop there. That's who I played as. That's who you played as. Okay. <laughs> so the Necromancer was amazing. Uh, I I got the DLC and I didn't really realize it at the time. Uh, so you basically are, are able to summon a gigantic robot that that's like your your thrall. And that thing had so much health. It was so good. And it scaled with you. So I would just I'd just throw that in the middle of everybody and just go around looting and let it kill everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I know I played as the uh commando dude in that one. And the first one, uh I think wasn't there like a soldier dude in that one too? Uh okay, so there's Axton the Commando. Oh, you mean the first first one? Yeah, that's what I said. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, I think his name was like, oh my god, um, there's like a soldier dude in that one though, right? Yeah, the first yeah. One. yeah, yeah. That's what I played as in that one. <laughs> I always played as the most generic. Yeah, I always played so, as the most generic dudes. So yeah, so so from the first one, uh, there's a lot of characters that actually made their way onto the second one, uh, including Lilith. Yeah, Lilith. She's the red-haired siren. Yeah, she thought. Um, she ends up. I, 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 I didn't realize the sirens were going to be this like byline, like through line from the entire series, but every game has a, a siren, and every game Lilith is your siren, like, like master, like like your teacher or whatever, and I, I did not expect that because no other character other than Roland briefly in the, in two actually makes their way uh, into the the other games. Fine, I'm cool with Lilith saying she's hot. Yeah, well, was. <laughs> yeah, well, you know she's, what I mean. She's not around anymore. We we want more of her. Like she's not she didn't show up in the uh Borderlands, you know, 4. <laughs> Give us more. Oh, she's very pretty. Yeah, she is. 
sending a couple pictures so Aaron can know the vibes. Yeah, I guess, I was gonna say, I have no idea. I guess it's not it's not necessarily true because Maya is a siren from Borderlands Two, and she shows up in Borderlands Three, albeit like, um, basically like Bilbo Baggins in um the first Lord of the Rings, just kind of chilling in Rivendell. All right. That's that's literally what Maya does. Is just she's chilling in this this like, um, monastery. She's like, oh, you guys are are saving the world. That's nice. I used to do that. <laughs> that's a vibe. That's a vibe. I get it. Can't blame her. Well, that's pretty much all I cared about to talk about <laughs> um, Wonderland. So I don't know if you guys wanted to talk about something else. Uh, I, I do have a quick excited. news. I do have a quick news point on some drama in esports. Okay. Fun. Go ahead. Um, so this is this is not new per se. This is like an ongoing thing. It's been going on, uh, for a while. And but like, it's interesting that it seems like it's getting more like, I don't know. I guess public. Um, I guess in the sense of way like people like to say that like crime is worse now than it used to be on things or but realistically it's not uh it's like violence today is probably way better than it ever was uh but it's just we have social media now so you hear about it more um and i feel like that is the case with a lot of these esports issues that have been going on uh you know because like twitter is becoming more and more and more used in esports essentially you have to have a twitter if you're going to be in esports like there's no way around it um and like the more that's becoming a thing the more we hear about it and now it's becoming like constant so like i'm gonna go i'm gonna start recently and go back to like one of the first things i ever learned about this stuff and so like recently uh there were two people uh both women that were accused and like when i say accused i mean like there's enough evidence to say like yeah this it's true uh, were caught, like, unsolicited, uh, like, sexting minors. Um, Ooh, that's rough. One chick recently in the siege scene, uh, and, like, she sent nudes, and, uh, but she straight up admitted to it and apologized publicly and everything. Uh, she was dropped from her org she was in, uh, and everything. She's, yeah, it, basically she doesn't have a career anymore uh, in esports, which is, like, it's fine. Uh, but, like, she admitted to it. So, and that's the big thing. Like, this isn't up for debate or argument. Like, it happened, you know? Um, so that was one. That was a big one. Then from there, uh, there was another chick. I can't remember her name. It was, I think, like, T-Kitty or something. Uh, but she was, I want to say, in Valorant. And she did not ever express guilt. She instead, like, took the chance to joke about the situation. Um... But, like, again, it was a case of, like, there's so much evidence that, like, it obviously happened, and she never denied it. Uh, she made jokes about the situation, but she'd never deny the situation. She never denied it happened. She more or less just told people, like, why are you giving me crap? Uh, and basically saying, like, you know, well, well I'm a chick, he, he's, a, he's a boy, like, I mean, he would have been fine with it, basically, so why do y'all care? Uh, and like completely ignoring the severity of the situation. So those were pretty recent ones. But it, I mean, it goes from there. There's another one. Um, those were like 100% like it happened. Uh, then it goes from there. There's another one, Sinatra, a huge name 
in the, I want to say, CSGO community. Uh, which I'm saying I want to say because I'm not ever a part of the CSGO community, so don't quote yeah. me. Uh, but, like, uh, one of the biggest names, like, he was huge. And then he actually got suspended from, like, uh, competing, get, like, suspended from his org, I think. Like, a bunch of stuff like that. And uh, it's because there was a huge situation where there's allegations about him. Um, I, if I'm, I would if I recall, like, abusing his girlfriend or something like that. And um, there's two sides to this right now, because he was never found guilty, because he was going to go to court. Uh, he wouldn't comply with investigations by Riot. And now that I'm saying Riot, obviously it was Valorant, not CSGO. Um, but, like, he wouldn't comply with uh, investigations by Riot. Um, and which, in all fairness, there's a side to that where it's like, you know, he doesn't have to comply with investigations by Riot. So, like, but also, there's that, but that is part of the arguing point of, like, well, why didn't he just comply with that? Um, so that's been a big thing. But on the other side, also people saying, like, going against him is apparently there was audio that was leaked. Um, and that actually shows, like, a lot of guilt on his end. Uh, he was apparently willing to go to court over it, but the girl, the, like, I'm going to say alleged here because obviously nothing went to court, the alleged victim uh, dropped everything, and I think she deleted her Twitter, at least for a while, but with the reasoning being on her end, she's saying that she was getting harassed by his fan base. Uh, which, I'm be real, I've seen pro league players, like esports, whatever, people's fan base on Twitter, and they're freaking awful. Um, I'm gonna use Imperial Hal, who plays Apex for TSM, as an example here, um, and this is not a shot in Imperial Hal, this is a shot in his fan base. When he does or says anything or anyone does anything even remotely argumentative towards him, they get immediately lashed out at. And it's awful. Um, and so I believe it. Yeah. And that's not Hal's fault, but it happens every time, unarguably. And so, like, and that's kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's worth noting. I believe her when she says she started receiving death threats and stuff like that. And so she wanted it all just to stop. Um, so, like, I could see it, but again, there was, it was never went as far as to being proven guilt or anything, and he, his suspension is over, and they're not extending a suspension or anything like that, so he's allowed to compete again, so that's been a lot of drama lately. Um, but to go with that, one on, like, kind of a reverse spectrum, uh, another guy, um, in the Rainbow Six Siege scene, uh, I want to play, he played in Europe, I don't remember what team it was, it might have been Navi, I can't remember. Uh, but he, uh, there was huge ac accusations and a lot of like news outlets ran with it as well. And like shared those accusations that he was physically abusive towards his girlfriend at that time. And a lot of these news outlets like CGGZ ran with it and posted these articles. Oh and I mean, yeah, which is, you should never do. I, I think there should be a, that should be a crime. Personally saying, I think it should be a crime to ever share news like that until there's like, proof well uh, they, they used to have something like that um basically you had to tell the truth in in journalism you couldn't just you know apologize the next day and say well we got this wrong we 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 reacted too fast yeah well you'd lose your license if that was the case yeah and that's what it should be you should immediately everything on your journalist like record or whatever should be deleted like by force and that's me and um 
I I've had a similar situation, uh, which I'll I'll go through at the end of this and why like all this stuff kind of like I take personally. Um, that's similar enough, but with his all this happened and like his life was ruined. Everyone was going after him. Everyone hated him. Uh, he was suspended from competing for a long time. Uh, and it was really really bad. I mean, this is his whole life. All for it to turn out that it was all a lie. Yeah, the chick lied, and that only got found out because. There were screenshots of her in a private conversation of her admitting that she lied about it because he broke up with her and she wanted to get back at him. Um, and so when all that came out, finally, of course, like all those suspensions were lifted. He was allowed back. But then, of course, people like CGG didn't really even say anything about it and admit that, like, you know, oh, hey, we shouldn't have said that and riled everything up. So, like, there's still people out there today that never heard that he was found innocent, of course, and then that still run with, like, well, he did this. Because they didn't ever hear about the follow-up, which yeah. is always going to happen. You post one article, and you'll all these people hear it, there's never a guarantee that people are going to see the next article. And I mean, so that's all they're going to know is article one. Yeah, that's, that's, that's quite literally what, you know, news outlets will do. They'll, they'll post some kind of reactionary piece that's like, you know... This person ate a baby, uh, knowing damn well that that like, hey, they they didn't eat a baby, and they'll post like an editorial on like one page, somewhere buried deep on their website, and it says, oh, sorry, we got this wrong. They didn't eat a baby. They ate, you know, baby frog legs or some stupid. Yeah, it's like they can get away with that shit. <laughs> yeah, and then on to the first big one, um. Like, this is what started all of all of it for me on, like, I guess my esports drama news end and learning that, like, this kind of crap is rampant in the esports community. It's rampant in a lot of communities. I think if you take any nerd community, a lot of, like, pedophilia type of thing is going to be extremely rampant. Yeah, uh, I'm and a, I'm about to talk about something similar. Yeah, uh, like anime, it's absurd how rampant pedophilia crap is. Um, And, like, so uh, the first one I learned about was uh super smash bros uh that fighting game community had a huge freaking like implosion uh where essentially it all at once like a shit ton of the pros get called out for basically organizing like a lot of like hooking up with minors at like fighting game tournaments and stuff like that um and it was really, really bad. And this includes people like Zero. And Zero is probably one of, if not the most famous Smash Bros. players in the world, historically speaking. I knew about him, and I didn't know crap about him. I barely know anything about the fighting game community outside of maybe, like, Sonic Fox. Um, and so, like, and so it's huge. And, like, when this happened and saying that a lot of these people, a lot of these pros were, like, doing crap with minors, of course, every single one of them lost their jobs with immediately lost every sponsor lost orgs lost the rights to compete like everything um and then it turned out recently that um some if not all at least in that accusation which there was a lot of them didn't do it uh oh, no wait so because i did hear about the more or less pedophile rings yeah but but are, was... you're you're telling me that they went like Salem witch trial and was just starting to hammer everybody and it wasn't even true. I mean, um, not, not, so, not, not as widespread as, as what they made it out to be. 
So essentially, um, like what it came down to is like the a lot of it was That's some PizzaGate shit. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think um, the best way to toward it. So some of the accusations were true, but of course, when one person act, makes an accusation, uh, there's a lot of criminal trials that happen like this as well in other types of crimes. Um, sure. Where yeah. like so essentially, one person will make an accusation is true, and then someone else will see that you know like um, oh. I can get something out of that by saying I'm a victim, whether it just be like money or just be like, oh, people feel bad for me and talk to me. So it's going to go crazy. And then now everyone's making accusations either for attention or whatever. And that's what ended up a lot of them were being. A lot of them were like people were coming forward with accusations that just straight up were not true, whether to troll or just get attention or whatever. And it was really, really bad. Um, and so there's a lot of people that, as far as I know, never got their jobs back because there was no media coverage on, hey, it turns out this was a lie. Uh, and But there was a shit ton of media coverage on, hey, this person did this awful thing. And so that was really, really bad, obviously. And could go back to, like, one of the reasons like, a lot of this annoys me is, like, Aaron's very well aware. I had a, I had a situation, like, uh, like nine years ago, something like that. I can't remember how many years ago it was exactly. Um, there was like a teenage girl. I worked at a restaurant, a fast food restaurant, and I was a manager. And there was this teenage girl that worked there that was like 16. Um, and every day before I or she would leave work, depending on whoever left work first, she would always ask me for a hug. And she was okay. a sweet kid. And I was like, yeah, sure. And I would always give her a hug. Uh, I, I looked at her at that point like, oh, she's like a little sister. And I knew she was like, uh foster like in foster care constantly yeah and uh you know i was like oh okay she probably looks at me as like her big brother she's always in foster care so it's probably like nothing it's probably like a genuine thing for her um and like it it was fun you know like i'd be working the front putting food on people's trays and she'd always screw with me and be like oh you know like um looks or everything and she'd correct it it'd be it was fun it was all lighthearted. it was good and but like there was eventually a point but then where, had like, a fire, um, there was eventually a point where, like, uh, I got pulled. She wasn't at work one day, and I got pulled into the office. And they said that there was like, hey, there's been a situation. Um, she, her mom called us freaking out, saying that this happened between you, and it was an accusation that a, I was having a relationship with her, uh, and b that I was physically abusive towards her. Okay. And so, like, obviously neither of which happened. Uh, But, like, I was already, like, this didn't happen. And initially, like, obviously, the managers were on my side. Like, they were like, we don't believe that either. And I was like, and we both kind of pointed out, like, well, she's got bruises on her. Someone did it. Oh yeah, I and guarantee so, you like, she had a she had a boyfriend or whatever, and he was probably a douchebag. So anyway, so someone did it, and so like we were all kind of concerned, um, and it was like, well, someone did it, so we need to figure out what's going on, um, and and it went from there, and we kind of kept pushing the like, well, what happened, and we never figured out what exactly on that early part. Then one day we were. We kept going, and I remember my manager saying at the time, told me, like, just keep your distance from her. And I said, okay, I can do that. And he was like, you know, until all this clears up, keep distance from her. And so I did. And that was the point. 
But she would still actively try to talk to me and be friendly with me and stuff. And I remember at one point I was sitting down eating lunch and her mm-hmm. lunch came up and she sat down directly next to me. And like she came to me to sit down next to me. And I remember turning around and looking at Sam, who was sitting like a couple rows behind. And I was like, I pointed at her and I was like, what the fuck? And he looked and he was like, yeah, I see. And um, and so, you know, obviously like what, you know, what the hell? Um, then one day I had a cop come in, like a sheriff come in and hand me some papers with, and it was a restraining order. And okay. I was like, what the fuck? And he said, hey, just a heads up. This is what's going on. Judge issued it, which means the judge felt as though they had enough evidence to do this. Yeah. And, um, like, how? and so like. And so like um, he was like, judge felt like they had enough evidence to issue this. I had to leave immediately because it was effective immediately. And it was a temporary restraining order. Uh, so like it wasn't like because that's what court was going to be for. And there was there was a court date along with it that was like a month later. And so until that court date happened, the restraining order was in place. And so I had to leave and I couldn't work for a month, which was bullshit. And that that pissed me off. And again, because there's no proof and the judge obviously had no proof. And um, but they still pushed it. And I still effectively lost my job for a month during this during this time away. This girl basically stopped showing up to work, but she would show up. And then when her foster mom would drop her off and then some dude would pick her up. And like in the middle of all this, like uh, I get a call from the police department saying like, hey, um, have you seen this girl? And um, I was like, no, what are you talking about? And they said, she is missing. Her mom said, you picked her up. She was last seen with a male your age getting picked up in a car. And I was like, that's insane because I've been with my girlfriend all day and right now I'm at my mom's house. And, um, and then what I learned when I came home to my apartment, my neighbor was like, hey, bro, you had like seven cops like beating on your door earlier. I don't know what's going on, but you should be careful. And, um, so, like, all this crap is happening, and apparently she's still up to this crap with whoever the actual dude is. Finally, when court time came around, like, thanks thanks to my mom at that point, I had a lawyer, and he talked to her foster mom's lawyer, and basically told her, hey, here's what's going on, you're fucked. We have a shit ton of proof that nothing happened. Chick-fil-A has, like, cameras in it, which is the restaurant I worked at, obviously, has cameras in it that prove that nothing happened and like because some of the abuse allegations were saying that like it happened at work um the like first one she tried to push was saying it happened at the drive through window which there's cameras pointing at that and then she changed it to well actually it happened like in the freezer area which there's not cameras back there but she kept flip-flopping it and we do have a camera in front of the freezer so when she first said that and they said that's impossible we have a camera she said well it was in the freezer then basically and if it finally came down to like this is this is all a lie when you have cameras of you jumping in a car with some random dude. Yeah. And um so there was so much proof proving I did nothing. I had alibis, I had people that were with me all the time. I was dating a girl at the time, like all this stuff, and like the store manager at that time was hundred percent willing to vouch for me. And so like, you know, when we finally got to court, it came down to her foster mom just dropping the whole thing. Because she knew she was screwed. Um, also, in the state of Arkansas, I don't know if this is the whole country, in the state of Arkansas, um, you can, uh, if if it's dropped, you cannot, like, counter-sue. You have to start up a whole new, like, whatever, small courts claim. 
you cannot countersuit in the process because the person that started it dropped it, which is bullshit. Because yeah. I was going to countersuit for lost wages, but they wouldn't let me because it was dropped. Um, and the, so they act like, well, it was dropped, so nothing happened, even though I, I lost my job for a month because of this. Um, I don't, I don't, I can't believe you can, they can restrict countersuing. I mean, I know that like, yeah. <laughs> I, okay, I, I'm not going to sue you for anything other than, Hey, guess what? You, you libeled me or you, you slandered yeah. me. I yeah. just want my lost wages back. Yeah. Also, it was minimum wage, bro. One big thing too is like, she had been getting picked up in a car and people saw her getting picked up in a car. And at that time, Trevor didn't have one. <laughs> I had a motorcycle. Well, like, that's it. <laughs> There's there's a lot of there's a lot of wrong that that is in this story and I and I honestly like I don't want to be draconian but like I think about the very seldom times that I've ever heard of like a woman lying about being raped or whatever they need they need to be dragged through the fucking coals in, yeah. in the court system because that harms other women yeah, yeah. okay so I'm not going into detail about this, no, I but, already know your uh, story. Yeah, I was gonna say I just for the people listening, um, I have had multiple instances of sexual abuse from like childhood to adulthood, and like I didn't go to the police because I didn't feel like I had enough proof. But then like because of people who fucking lie, like the amount of bullshit that you have to get through because people go and lie makes it hard for like people like me who have actually been raped get some kind of justice and yeah i don't know i to just go, I hate that to go on to the other side uh i do know um that when you are sexually assaulted um they they come up with all kinds of, of excuses or questions to try to prove you wrong they mm -hmm. they will say everything that they in their power to 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 not uh look up that rape or to not investigate the the abuse. Yeah. And like especially like because stuff happened to me when I was a kid, um one thing that's very common is like a fawn response. So when I was an adult and it happened, I I didn't fight. And that was like another big thing of like why I didn't go to the police cuz I've heard uh, like of women going and they're like, "Well, why didn't you like fight it?" Yeah. Like, why, are you just it's like not the point. Are you like going back and like it was consensual and now you're just saying that it's not like, I don't know the whole it's like a shitty situation no matter what. But like people who lie make it even harder. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. and as you're saying all of this, I'm sitting there going, you know, 2020 to 2021, for whatever reason, was a weird time where a lot of um, YouTube and streaming and uh, Twitch personalities that I know of uh got outed for pedophilia and grooming yeah uh oh granted my. i mean granted the the list is only three but that's three too many like yeah. I, I i okay do you know who ryan haywood is uh i know the name no. i don't know him though ryan haywood's one of the achievement hunters i've been watching achievement hunter right. since I... quite literally um it's it's first you know video ryan haywood comes on in i think 2003 and he's a achievement hunter all the way up until 2020 when it when it when it's found out um that he was grooming like 14 year olds um even even weirder uh he's like he's got the dad energy of the group you know he's he's he, they call him a, a mad king uh or they really just call him a psychopath 
but but he was always seen as kind of like he's a dad you know he's got two kids he's got a a, a loving wife and dude when when he was outed as a pedophile i was shocked i was like no way and then yeah, i he, i come sorry go ahead i was just saying like it's i mean sometimes you have like no idea yeah who, you know yeah it, it blew everybody's mind everybody was like wait what Mm-hmm. the the weird thing though was there was a lot of back and forth on that one as to why now did these girls come out um and say like because these girls had had a relationship with him for years and, and and not not to like um say anything bad about them but it's just like wait so so you did you were just now realizing that it's not okay to send nudes to a 30 year old man well, like like if they were I, they they were children. Like, they were children. Yeah, as I was gonna say, like if you're 14, like I kind of understand why they wouldn't think it's okay in the sense of like, especially depending on like where you live, because like yeah. I know fucking here in Arkansas, um, that happens, and then a lot of people are just like, whatever, that's normal. Well, it was Maybe. it was very strange because like this had it had been happening, and and one of them was like she got promised like hey he's gonna leave his wife for you mm. and and i and i, I honestly I, I just i felt nothing but bad for these girls i'm like wow you you really believe that shit okay so like yeah. this is this is the man that uh ryan haywood is then it comes out in the same in the same week um that uh oh, fuck, i can't remember his name one of the funhouse guys same thing uh he wasn't grooming he was he was just having sex with fans in in their office they they weren't underage as, as i understand it but i mean that's a bad thing to do anyway why are you bringing fans to have sex with them you know yeah it's like power like you have power over them yeah in some way so he, he ended up getting fired for that and then i find out that mini lad I, I didn't really watch mini lad very often but uh do you do you guys have you guys ever heard of mini lad or vanos gaming or yeah i used to I watch not. a ton of it so uh vanos gaming mini lad they're canadians um well i'm sorry mini lad's british but vanos is, is a canadian um he's a youtuber and i remember watching him uh, a lot especially like h2o delirious or uh ditha denogla those Dithy. those guys ditha ditha yeah you're right <laughs> sorry i'm sorry I've, i watched these guys literally like 10 years ago so like when it came out that mini lad was also grooming I was like, what's going on? What is with this weird pedophilic exodus in, uh, from YouTube? Like, it literally yeah. felt like the pedophiles were coming out of the woodwork. Yeah, and I think a lot of it is like, and again, I, I started off saying this. I know this is common in, like, every, every scene. Um, and But, like, anytime you have, like, a nerd scene uh, and, a, like, it never fails. If you have a big enough circle, someone in that circle is probably going to be a fucking weirdo. That's true. Uh, and I'm going to keep bringing up stuff like anime and stuff like that because, like, it's it's awful. It's so bad how many people in that, like, world are really, really terrible human beings. Um, and, like, um, I, I remember when, like, the first news came out about the Smash community thing and I learned about it and I was like, oh, that's awful. My immediate instinct, and I was talking to my then friend at the time, who did what really enjoyed those games, was really big into that community, and I was like, I'm not surprised, though, because this is the video game intended for children. 
Mm-hmm. And you have when you have a bunch of grown adults playing a video game intended for children, it's not even remotely surprising to me that you have a crap ton of people in there that are like trying to groom children. Yeah. Um, um it's just not. Among Us is one of those for me because like you guys, you know, make fun of me for like, oh yeah, you're you're playing a deception game with children. I get too many people getting on comms and saying, I'm a 13 year old girl. Uh, how old are you? And I'm sitting there going, uh, FBI is watching or like, uh, <laughs> did pedophilia write this? Yeah. Oh my God. 13 year old. I'm old enough to nearly be your dad. So how's your mom doing? <laughs> well, yeah, I, I never, <laughs> like... I never admit that I'm 30. I think I've, I've met a couple of people who were like definitely, uh, near my age, but I never admitted because I'm just like, I don't want to be that old guy playing among us. <laughs> yeah i would either not... i would not admit that <laughs> <laughs> it is always funny like every time i'm like on my computer and i'm just like lands over discord i'm like oh yeah look he's playing among us again yep he's like he's just vibing so it is a fun game though i, it, I get it's, it it's the perfect game so i i'm in meetings a lot um and i don't have my camera on thank god so what i do is because they're completely useless meetings I, I i've never really gotten anything out of them most of them i play among us i i'm i'm on among us i'm I'm just kind of doing my tasks i don't really pay attention to like who might be the bad guy so i'm just kind of like it's just to me it's like a, it's a fun little game that i, I play passively and and yeah it's it's great it's a great uh time waster yeah that makes yeah. sense uh to close off this whole point though uh before we go on to our final discussion because i think we've probably been in the call for a minute here i can't remember i didn't look at the clock I, uh, i'm timing it we're good yeah okay yeah like one of the in the whole reason I went on this whole tangent about my story and my experience with allegations is because, like, I was terrified the entire time. Like, un- unrealistically terrified, but still terrified, that somehow, for some reason, a media outlet would get their hands on the story Yeah, of, like, you. what was going on with me. And my whole life would have been over. I 100% would have offed myself. Was oh trying yeah to, like agreed. to try to word it nicely oh. i would have ended my life um and like but it was a lie but my life was already on a huge downward spiral because of this my i went into depression overdrive because of this it was mm-hmm. bad had a news outlet posted it and you know with no proof on something that was 100 percent a lie i would have ended my life and like and then it would have been found out later oh this was a lie and yeah. but also, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have mattered because most of the people that read the article never would have read the follow up article, and then people I would have died of people thinking that like a oh, lot good good he died yeah exactly but, and the reason I know this is because when I went back to work a month later found innocent found that they were lying that girl was gone I still had coworkers that months after were like. I heard talking behind my back saying, like, well, I heard he did this. Even though I was back. Yeah. <laughs> and they were still talking behind my back saying, like, well, I heard he did this with that, like, teenage girl. Yeah. And, like, and so it was, like, th- this is how bad it is. And so, it, yeah, it was so, so terrible. And um, it was it was bad at the point where one of those coworkers I hated anyways. He was a terrible subhuman person. Um, but like, I literally almost went to jail because I was prepared because I heard he'd been telling a lot of people around the store. Like, yeah, no, he did it. He did it. I don't believe that. I think he did it. 
I went up to him one day and like I was prepared to pretty much to mutilate him. <laughs> like I was 100% prepared to mutilate this dude. Like and it was going to be bad. Like I was pissed and we had to get one of her other managers to, like talk me down and be like, "Hey, don't." <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's an HR nightmare. Um and like just don't do it. And like I finally I I calmed down and I talked to him and I said, "Hey, bitch. <laughs> like, um you need to stop like and i was just like i was calm i was like this shit did not happen i have proof i will show you the proof i do not care i will do it you he need to go to, to every single person in the store and tell them you were wrong because i promise you if you don't i know where you live bro i've been a manager <laughs> here long enough they can fire me but you're not gonna move before anything happens all right so you're still gonna be living there <laughs> like and if uh, he apologized to me on the spot and for all i know he never said that to anyone ever again um but yeah and i don't know that he i i don't believe he ever told anyone that he was wrong after that point he's too much of a bitch but like yeah, the point being like that the point being that like <laughs> i was ready to go to prison at that point i was ready to make one accusation at least become real and that is that i'm abusive to someone <laughs> like, i was so pissed um but yeah and that, but that's my biggest thing of like this all this is a nightmare um and a lot of it is real a lot of this is real three of those four stories i mentioned or five i don't remember how many i mentioned at least three of those stories were real yeah but because so many false accusations happen one of those stories that is potentially a physically dangerous situation for a, one girl is being argued non-stop by that dude's fan base and it's like because of all these false accusations that happen on a daily, I don't know daily, but on a regular basis, that girl is getting 100% thrown out and like harassed if she does try to get on social media. Even though, from my understanding, that there is evidence that it did happen. Mm. And like, but she's terrified because his freaking fans in her death. And like. Yeah, apparently she got docked, as far as I know, too. So, like, oh my god! Yeah, which welcome to freaking anyone having like social media power, having a fan base, and you try to call them out for something. Yeah, it's insane. Which I don't think we'll get to this episode, but uh, maybe like a in a supplemental or just offline. I've got to tell you some of the critical role drama, like for surprisingly wholesome critical role is you know the D and D podcast. The, the the there's there's so much drama and it's all fabricated by the fans i've got to tell you some of it we we, we can move on i'm not gonna i'm not gonna uh <laughs> delay us with it but it's fascinating i've got it i've got to tell you okay i want to end on something a little bit lighthearted. also we're gonna have to put like a fucking trigger, trigger warning list yes um at the beginning and in the title i don't know uh anyway so wordle wordle, so wordle. i uh, <laughs> I started playing Wordle when it became popular um, on Twitter because I had nothing else to do with my life. I don't fucking know. Um, and I forced these two to start playing it with me. And now, about a month later, I fucking don't play it anymore. But every <laughs> single goddamn day, every single day in the Discord, it's like, Wookie, here's my Wordle. Trevor, here's my Wordle. So, I didn't realize I, you stopped playing it. I, I see I gave up. <laughs> He's a coward. No, I, I do it sometimes. If I remember to do it, I'll do it. I just I well, remind okay, her be, every day. To be fair, like what I used to do, I so I work at a coffee shop, 
um, and I wake up at like three o'clock in the morning and I have to be at work at 5.30. And what I used to do is I get ready and I get to work 15 minutes early and I do it in my car while I waited to open the store. Um, but I stopped doing that. I started being a lazy person and now I show up with like a minute to park and like walk in the door. Um, so that's mostly why I don't do it anymore. But y'all seem to enjoy it. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> right now, get out your phones. Uh, let's look up the statistics. Oh, I had to go grab mine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's fine. I know. I know what my statistics are. Um, do, do oh wait, do do you, do you wait? Do you want numbers that like average on like how many you win with or whatever? I, I I was gonna just literally read off what the the statistics page actually says. Okay. I'll well, I'll, I'll lead off with mine. If if you want, you can go ahead and get your. Yeah, phones. I'm gonna grab my phone. Okay. I'll go first because uh, the last game that I had played, granted, I've only played 38 games. I got a 95% win rate, and honestly, I think I've only not gotten it maybe twice. I guess it's about 95%. Um, I have zero one guesses. Like, like I, I, ne I have never once gotten it on the first try. I've only got one time that I got it in two tries. I got it six times. I got it in three. Uh, highest is nineteen, and it's four tries. Nine, uh, nine times I've gotten it in five tries, and only once I've got it in the, on the sixth try, which I'm actually shocked by that. So, oh, go on here. Oh, I say, um, so I got a new phone in the middle of all this, um, and I you dirty cheater. Well, actually, I don't. My scores were better on my old phone, um, and I can't. I don't remember where I put it. I like put it away, and I don't have time to grab it right now. But um, currently, I have twenty-two games played with a max streak of twelve, and a hundred percent win rate. Technically, but that's a fucking lie. <laughs> I have lost a lot. Um, and yeah, I don't. I I would say my numbers for like how many times i got it in like two tries or three tries but i mean this isn't accurate so um but i what's, have lost what's your a highest uh four and five are tied for nine which is i mean that's definitely like the same like on my other phone i don't know like what the numbers would be but it's definitely four or five is usually how many times it takes i have gotten it on two once and i tweeted that and i rubbed it in tripper's face yeah that, that's an impressive moment <laughs> i i think i've what did i say one that i got in it twice so yeah, that's 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 impressive. Yeah. So on my scores, uh, let's see. Come on, phone. So I have seventy nine played, um, total, and I guess I quit for a while at some point. I think I played on my computer when I initially started playing. I didn't think I was going to keep playing like this. Um, my current streak is fifty nine, but I've never lost a game. I'm on a hundred percent win rate still. You know, gang, gang, never mm, lost. You. Um, so I out of seventy nine, I have a hundred percent win. I am twenty one days away then, three weeks exactly from having a hundred games played and a hundred percent win rate. And I'm gonna go for the current streak to get to a hundred though. Um, so that way, you know, I get a hundred percent win rate on that. I have, I have. It says one guess. Uh, I have one win with one guess, but like that's actually I played it on my computer. That's when I like first started playing. 
And I played it on my computer, and then, like, I played it genuinely on a computer and figured it out. I think it, it was probably, like, in four on my computer. And then I just put the correct answer in on my phone at that point. Wow. <laughs> you um, dirty cheater. I mean, like, all things considered, I did actually get it. Yeah. Um, and four is, like, I had the most guesses on. Um, I have one guess on two, and that one was genuine. I did actually get it on the second try. Um, 17 on three. 32 on four. <laughs> uh 16 on five and 12 on six and i will say getting it on six is like i feel like i'm a freaking like bomb squad diffuser and oh, that yeah. shit is stressful oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god um i got my coworker to start playing it for like two weeks um and like we're both pretty dumb so we'll just sit there and be like you want to give a hint <laughs> <laughs> like I know, I know three of the letters. I only know where one goes. But so, uh, quite literally, the only reason I continue to play it is because Trevor posts it in the morning. I, I he does it so early. I'm like, I, sometimes you 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 do it at like midnight. I'm going like yeah. this. This man does not sleep. Like yeah, he, he just stays sleep. up late, gets yeah. up early. Yes. So I. I, I, I will roll out of bed. I'll I'll uh, get my work computer on. I'll start like doing my morning stuff, and then I'll be like, uh, it's a little too early for thinking. I'm just gonna you know do Wordle, because you know that's the smart thing to do. And I haven't told you guys this, uh, but I absolutely have been cheating for a while now. I I found uh, a Scrabble. Hello? Yeah, I found a Scrabble um, like a word uh suggester. You basically wow. can, you can yeah you you can you can click uh like the the individual letters and it'll give you a list of five letter words that would fit that uh and then I copy and paste all of those letter all of those words into uh this tool called regexer and I use a regex filter to filter out exactly what it could be and I get like from like a hundred words I narrow it down to oh it's like these five wow. and absolutely hate you <laughs> well what actually it, it, it actually might make you feel better because when i do that method i i i go as high as five and six and and the only times i've ever failed was whenever i was doing this method mm, i well, i actually i was thinking oh this would be a really fun thing to program I, i'll i'll do some kind of like weird algorithm or whatever to figure out how to actually solve the the word puzzles turns out my brain is smarter than my programming <laughs> yeah figure. so and i will say uh like in, in all fairness to support your claim i've never used anything like that and i'm on undefeated whatever yeah, you're gonna call it yeah you can kick uh, our asses and i well and i think i don't know what it is i don't overthink it much and i know aaron will i know aaron yeah, will true. overthink it and i only say that because if aaron and i are to play wordle next to each other and i will gen i will generally get it knocked out in like no time like i will blast through to the end and just figure it out but it's like I don't know what it is. Aaron will go like Aaron's really big on like really thinking deep into it. Um, we've and we've talked about this a lot, where like I genuinely feel like Aaron is smarter than me on some forms of thinking with like like go like the streaming stuff where overthinking it is sometimes like you pretty much fucking have to because like OBS is insane to set up, um, and like there's Agreed. a lot of details in there and like the ability to control overthink 
is really, really useful on that. And that controlled overthinking, I, I like in a strategic mindset, but on things like that, it just gets frustrating to me. Um, and like, it's not fun. And like, so like thinking like games like Risk and stuff, I enjoy it because it's, it's cool to me. But when it's something like OBS setting up or like Wordle, if I have to overthink it that hard, I'm not going to enjoy it. I'm not going to do it. Uh, so in Wordle, I just blast through. I My starting word is candy. I don't know why, but it is. Uh, and I've always started with candy, and I never won't until it fails me, I guess. Um, and so I always start with candy. And if none of those letters work, I always do tulip next. Also don't know why, but I do. Um, and I always just go from there. But I'm very quick, like, blast. Okay, what's the next one? Quick. All right, what's the next one? Quick. And just get through it as quick as I can. And so far, it's worked. I thought and your I number two, part of it. I thought your number two word was always penis. Because whenever, <laughs> no. whenever you share your screenshots, <laughs> it's always candy, penis, and then the, the answer. <laughs> Wookie. If I were to do candy and none of the letters work, why would I do penis when it also has N? <laughs> Uh, I mean, fair enough, but I, I, do, that, I do that shit too. Cause like I, for, uh, for the longest time I did heavy for my first one. And if, and if I didn't get any of those words, I mean, letters, I would do pious because, uh, Aaron, I think you're the one that showed me that. And that was amazing. Yeah. God tier. Now <laughs> I've succumbed to the crane. Cause I, I, a crane is 100% my, my opening word. Uh, yeah. and it, and it does decent. Like I, I get, I watched a video on like, um, like game theory and how crane is the optimal, uh, beginning word. I just, I don't believe it. I've gotten more words, uh, faster with heavy and pious than I have ever with crane. I just do it now. <laughs> I, almost out of like sheer respect for programming. See, okay. My starting word is paint and I don't know why. I just, but like it makes sense. Like all those letters are pretty common. Mm -hmm. It's got two vowels, but no one like told me. I didn't like see anything about like paint's good. I just one day was like, I'm gonna start with paint, and I've never not used paint. I tried the pious thing, and then my friend, like my coworker, um, I can't remember what it was that she said was good, but I tried that a couple times, but I just. Paint is tried and true. Mm -hmm. There was one day, and I think it was like a week ago, I did crane, zero words. I mean, zero letters. And then I was like, okay, let's do pious. Zero letters. I was like, there's not an A, E, I, O, and U. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what vowel? <laughs> yeah. And I forgot that Y is a vowel. And I think the yeah. answer was like... It was nymph. I will nymph. Never that's what it was. <laughs> I, yeah, you're you're 100 correct. I uh, I was raging that day. I was like, "Fuck your nymph. Fuck it." <laughs> I skipped that day, and I also skipped earlier this week. It was royal, and I skipped that one. Yes. And my, my coworker was uh. like, oh, "Did you get the you should get the wordle yesterday? It was royal." And I'm like, "Damn, that would have been perfect. We're doing my fucking wordle bit on the fucking podcast royale, and oh, I man. skipped the royal." Well, whatever. Yeah, I can't remember what. Uh, let me see what today's was. I think it was like uh, chic. Uh, oh, oh shit! My God. Sorry, Man, I didn't you do just, it. Yet. You just. <laughs> He's wow. not going to do it anyways. You're what? not going to do it. Hey, you no, can, you hey, weren't. Hey, you can do it in one today. Oh my 
my god, that's cheating. So, so, you won, Aaron. That's cheating, and I may yeah, have just well. done it. Oh, <laughs> you may have just done it. So, so I was, I was, I, I'm, I almost was in disbelief that there was two E's because I did check, I did chemk, I did chetk, and I did trep, and I, I was like, there, there's no other word that is C H E blank K. I just started brute forcing it, going, it's got to be one of these goddamn letters. Oh my god, I wish there was like another color that to indicate like double letters. Same, yeah. But whenever it's double letters, that is literally my kryptonite. It's been double yeah. letters almost every single day for, for the last week. It has been my personal hell. I'm not this smart. This is why I program. I don't have to, I don't have to think. You got to do that process elimination. And one thing I did start doing uh, early on before I really got used to it more, I don't know what. Um, if I'm really stumped, then I will just make a point to guess some word that is completely outlandish, but does not use any word I have used, whether it's been found to be a letter in the word or not, just to get five letters 100% off the board. <laughs> uh, and like, I can see that. Yeah. That's just a way to figure out some more letters. You're guaranteed not going to get the correct word in that guess, but you're guaranteed getting five unused letters off the board and very likely figuring some of the letters out. That's true. I remember, okay, so I'm going to talk about my fuck-ups a little bit because I've said that I've lost several times. So I don't know if it's because I was tired or if it was because I was just not paying attention. I'd be, like, talking to somebody while Whoa. doing it. I mean, by based off of the time at which you posted, which was 4 a.m., it was probably it was way too early in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's probably fair. But so like there was one time where I typed in a letter or typed in a whole word and it wasn't it, whatever. I did the next word, wasn't it, whatever. And then for some reason, I typed in the same exact word. <laughs> like, OK, I've, I've done that, though. I don't feel don't feel myself. bad. Don't feel bad. I've done that. I was so mad at myself. And then there was one time where I lost. I was on the sixth try. And I I don't know, like, what miscommunication happened between my brain and my finger. But I, I was trying to hit a specific letter. And I hit the one right next to it. And without thinking about it, I just hit enter. And it was, it was a valid word. It, it was a word. It was oh. a valid word, but not the one I wanted. And it, it was not the correct word. And then it fucking popped up with the whole, like, the word that it was supposed to be. And it was the one I was trying to go for. I was so sad that day. Yeah. I think especially I about it. When you, like, oh, I, I knew it. I just, I accidentally, like, typoed it or whatever. That's heartbreaking, yeah. you know? Especially if yeah. it is, it turns out to be, like, the the right word. Yeah. yeah. I Good. I was say I was tweeting out. I'm gonna look look myself up right now because I was tweeting out everyone, and then I just started doing like, what is the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, special ones, acknowledgeable ones. I don't know. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I don't know. There's like a word on the tip of my tongue. I did get it. Okay, on April second, uh, <laughs> I got the word one too. Uh. Let's see. I wish you could actually go back and look at old words and how you did. Yeah, that would be really nice. I, I deleted all my pictures that I've been yeah. saving. Yeah, it was on March 8th. My thumb slipped. 
I had oh what it was okay so I had I knew the first third fourth and fifth letter I knew what it was oh yeah um I needed the second letter and on the last one I got the second letter so it's first second third and fourth are all lit up green and even though I had the last letter from the very beginning I slipped I slipped that I'm sucks. Yeah, uh, I wanted to cry. See, most of my fuck-ups have been um, completely ignoring what a yellow word means, the yellow letter means. Because, <laughs> like, today I did crane, and it had the C as green and the E as yellow. And my brain just autocorrected the yellow to green. And I was wow. like, cool. So I did chili. I did choke. <laughs> and I was like, wait, this is this is not, like, it's not giving me anything. And I was like, oh, wait, yeah, that's right. It's because you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> and then that's that's when I started doing check and cheek. Yeah, I think when I do, I can't really speak on the the fuck up part because you know I'm hundred percent oh, right here. Yeah, yeah you're you're perfect. Uh, yeah, you. like um, I think for me, because like I genuinely, if generally, if I'm able to play at midnight, I do. Um, or if not, I'll play when I first wake up for work in the morning around that time, and uh. I do a lot of my best, like, thinking when I'm, like, physically, like, tired, I guess. Yeah, like when I'm like the military. Well, I guess that's... It's 100% what, yeah. yeah. Like, when I'm, like, about to go to bed or just out of bed, I do a lot of, like, really good thinking at those points. And, like, back when I was uh, head of the volunteer group at our county library, um, we would do really extravagant events with huge storylines in them. Uh, and I'll, I'll talk about all this in a later time because there's actually a lot to it. There's so many details. Um, and we did a thing called Superhero Academy uh, where, like, it would be, like, half heroes, half villains. And we'd take in, like, 100 kids, flip them up into halves, and half of them go to the Hero Academy, half go to the Villain Academy. They'd get assigned powers, which would essentially be, like, Nerf guns or shields or, like, duct tape covered paper balls that would symbolize, like, a fireball or an ice ball or something that they would throw at each other. and um, Every volunteer, aka like a teenager or adult, had to have some extravagant made up backstory, name, and costume. And it all, but all of it had to coincide to be canon with the current event story. And everyone else's character couldn't like screw up anyone else's backstory. And the event had an ongoing story that lasted three years. And everything had to be canon throughout the three years. And it was very, very extravagant and detailed. Um, and genuinely, when I would write a lot of this, I would write it, like, late at night. It'd be, like, 1 a.m., and I'm doing all this typing on the storyline crap. And, like, I would sift through this with a fine-tooth comb to make sure everything over the past three years lines up with every character we've ever had, a.k.a. volunteer, we've ever had. Even if they only did it for one year and then never came back, their, their story is still important canonically because kids will return every year and so their story is still like canon canonically and sometimes i would still bring in their story to like future story um and ha make it have some form of effect whether big or small so i don't know uh so i do a lot of thinking like that <laughs> so okay that was very adorable um yeah, it was fun the one thing i got from that was Trevor has done LARPing for more or less professional 
<laughs> You're a yeah, fucking professional oh, LARPer. Hell yeah. <laughs> basically, yeah. I had a I had a foam sword. Oh my um, god, that is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Funny was... enough, my first foam sword was actually the master sword. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I mean, why and, wouldn't you? Jesus. But then some kids recognized it, so I got one that was like just some generic looking like foam. Yeah. It looked kind of realistic sword. And but like the foam weapons. Um like, there was a huge story with those where they had their own, like, storyline, too, that was extremely significant to the whole plot of the event. Um, like, because only three of us had weapons. Like, actual, like, not fireballs type of thing. And it was, like, a bow and arrow, which Aaron has a version of, which is essentially, like, it's, I don't know if you can still buy it, but essentially it's, like, a Nerf bow and arrow. But it fires, like, instead of a dart, it's, like, a mini arrow that has a huge foam ball in the end, but the bitch is powerful. Like, those things hurt if you get hit by them. They're strong. Um, a, which was the bow of, like, willpower. Uh, and it was, like, whoever used that had insane amounts of, like, you could, I guess you could call magical willpower. And, which, if you had that, you had to be someone that used, like, fire, ice, lightning, or poison, which is our three elemental types. Um, the, uh, hammer of power, which you had to be a strength person. Um, and you had to be, like, the person that had um, the most, like, immense strength, which is a foam hammer I made, personally, and it was pretty damn sturdy, I'm happy about that. Um, and then the sword of leadership, which was, like, you had to be the greatest leader, uh, in existence at that given time. Uh, and so my character used that, and it was, like, these were the three weapons of Millennium. And there was so much with it, there was basically an orb that was, like, our, like, infinity stone type of thing. Um, and it was constant fight over who got it, man. There was so much about it. It was so much fun. I'll definitely on an, on another podcast. I will definitely go into this because we steal a lot of like storyline type of stuff from Marvel movies. Um, <laughs> Civil War was definitely a very fun one. <laughs> I want you guys to play D and D so badly. <laughs> I would like to, yeah. Let's do it. Let's 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 make a a like a either a supplementary podcast or. Let's just fucking play. I, I want to do it, man. I'll 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 DM you. We can have. Uh, well, Nathan doesn't listen to this. We <laughs> we, we can have someone. Maybe Brandon. I, I bet you Brandon would be down to play D and D. Yeah, probably. Oh man, I want to do that so badly. Anyway, we're about time, and I'm I'm <laughs> waxing poetical right now. I just I've 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 got to get back into the actual writing room. So, uh, is there anything else that you guys want to talk about before we close it out? No, no. I just hope everyone has a good day. Um, I love you. Uh, we all love you too. Oh my god! <laughs> Play D and D. All right, <laughs> I on. will. I thought we were gonna do something, but yeah, I'll put something together. I'll make a little little uh, intro packet, something or another, and then we'll we'll play. We'll we'll make a we'll make an episode. Right on. All right. Bye-bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.